0: This is a Graphically Novel, a podcast by three brothers who like each other, but love comic books. I'm Jamie.
1: I'm Sam.
0: I'm Josh. And we are back after our uh, one week siesta. Uh, I don't think it was siesta. We were all in yeah. s- stupid busy. Um, but uh, yeah, we took a week off because life told us to. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners. worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was a single day that... All three of us could record, but uh, but we're here now and we are doing the much delayed tie into the Loki Disney Plus show.
2: We're so bad at timing <laughs> the tie ins. <laughs> it's, it's almost like we're actively trying to not get it with like the season premiere or something.
0: Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's going to be a bit eventually because we're. I mean, it's it's unintentional at this point, but we'll just. Well, at some point we'll just own it and do it intentionally. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, do it, we'll do the Aquaman tie-in like six weeks before it comes out or something. Or after. <laughs> or, or, or a year after. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no tie-ins while anything's in the theater. You have to wait till it's...
0: <laughs> it's in the dollar theaters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is the dollar theater in Louisville still open? No. Man, I loved that place. Anyway, that's a bummer. Uh, Well, anyway, this week... Um, maybe speaking of bummers, I don't know your grades yet. Uh, we are reviewing a Loki graphic novel called Vote Loki. And we had several options and we chose this one and, uh, well, well, let's do our live action Batman grades and see if it was a good decision. And this is the live action Batman grades. And this is our eccentric grading scale based on the men who have thus far played Batman in live action. And that scale is from best to worst, Bill, Affleck, Keaton, West, Kilmer, and... Poor George Clooney. Sam, what is your live-action Batman grade?
1: Man, I waffled back and forth, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a Kilmer. It's just way down low. I didn't care for it at all.
2: All right, Josh. Uh, I was floating between a West and a Kilmer, so to not be negative Nancy this week, I'm gonna give it a West. I don't want to be the worst grade.
0: Well um I went bail no I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to so bad I wanted to like this because it said Christopher Hastings name beside Ryder uh, but no, nobody bats a thousand. this is a West um I didn't enjoy it and it wasn't just the art um, The art's a little rough uh, uh, we'll get into that in a little bit but um it wasn't as clever as it as it thought it was and it wasn't as clever as chris racing's usually is and it just it kind of didn't work yeah. i mean like the, there's, there's pieces there of a fun story but it just never came together it's a it's a waste
1: I right. I think we'll right.
0: maybe we should have picked one of those other stories
2: i think we should have
0: <laughs> probably should with loki agent of asgard
2: um at least it was only four issues, right? And we didn't have to sit through <laughs> like six or seven issues of this thing.
0: That's true. All right. Well, our creator credits this week, and these are the people that we can blame for uh, this thing not working out. It was written by Christopher Hastings, art by Langdon Foss, colors by Chuck, no, Chris Chuckery and uh, Chris Chuckery and R- Rachel Rochelle Rosenberg on issue three. I don't know how to say her name. I'm sorry. Mr. Rosenberg uh, Letters by Travis Lanham Covered by Tradmore And Matthew Wilson um, Chris Chuckery Doesn't sound like a real name um, <laughs> Of course I don't say my la- Our last name on the air But uh, ours probably Doesn't sound like A real last <laughs> name either um, But uh, this is the part Of the show That is safe From all that Spoiler radiation After you hear The spoiler klaxon It is full spoilers ahead Venture on at your own risk time for the Bison's Breakdown. Sam, go.
1: All right, so I have issue one, and it begins at a presidential debate, and then a group of Hydra agents show up and don't really do much but yell into a microphone. Then Loki uh, steps in and stops them. He then makes a speech about if he was president, what he would do, and how he would do it. Then the next day, the JJJJ JJ guy, the Jameson, interviews Loki Genius. on the Fact Channel, I refer to him as J.J. for now. J.J. is being ruthless and telling him he couldn't run for president because he's not even American. But Loki somehow has a birth certificate that proves he is. Then Nisa calls in and, tell, and and is telling Loki and everybody that's watching he is just a bad guy, super villain, and not to be trusted. Then Loki pops into her apartment and invites her to come by his campaign office. Nisa shows up the next day and Loki greets Nisa as a woman. He says it will help his image. She talks with them, then goes home and writes a bad review about Loki and turns it into her work, but where the title gets changed. And everybody thinks she is supporting supporting him. Then Lady Thor kicks her door down and is very unhappy with her.
2: All right. An issue two opens with a cheesy political ad for Loki being ran on TV. Uh, so Thor confronts Nissa about her article, but she had only read the headline, not the actual article. She reveals to Nissa that neither she nor Asgard can offer any help stopping Loki, who is gaining a massive following. Though Thor did leave a clue for Nyssa, which leads her to Loki's campaign fund office, where she sees Loki's followers trying to sacrifice a goat. Nyssa reports on the secret ritual, and Loki's response is, I am a god, I have worshippers, of course, and states the constitution protects the freedom of religion.
0: Uh, okay issue three uh nisa is heading out to interview the hydra guys from the beginning but there's an accident and they all die in a fiery crash but nisa saw angela at the scene then at the iowa state fair loki debates the other candidates and they discuss the various situation and loki says that he would make sure there was no fighting in area nisa gets on a plane and goes to Laveria and catches loki bringing the whole thing to an explosive resolution but he twists nisa's story around again to his own advantage
1: that Loki. All right, issue four. Five days until election, and Loki is still doing good. He's walking through a crowd of supporters when one of them grabs him and goes nuclear. But Angela is there to save him. Loki whispers something in, into her ear. Then Lady Thor and Angela meet Nisa and tell her Loki's secret about the Hydra attack and how it was faked. Loki is starting to lose his supporters, so he gets them all together and televise it so they, and they, uh, can ask him anything, and he will not lie. They start asking questions and realize he doesn't have any plans or strategies for when he gets voted in. and makes all his supporters hate him by the end of the interview. Then the day of the election, Loki is losing and drops out. He talks to Nisa and says it was all his goal just to help her out and try to fix one small thing instead of the whole big thing. We're
0: going to get into that, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway uh now it's time for the graphically novel pyramid the part of the show where we evaluate the book of the week based on the three elements we believe a story has to nail to be a good book the first of these is story and uh josh what you think about the story
2: <laughs> the story as it were uh first off my, my view, you i i don't like politics in my comics and and this was just a political farce uh i didn't look to see when it came out but my guess is it came out around the 2016 election this was you know just yeah it 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 wasn't for me they they poked fun at the american people a lot uh and yeah i don't even know what to say about it it <laughs> it, 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 it it didn't make a lot of sense a lot of it uh and like you said the end they tried to justify the whole thing like oh loki is trying to be a good guy and then the whole uh thing i got lost with loki being a reincarnation he's always dying and coming back and he's just a story it, it, it that's not how i understand loki to be like he's from asgard or from by or uh the uh, jotunheim right
0: in the um, mcu
2: anyways but i mean he, he's like a living character he's not like mythology they tried to make him as mythology and he keeps getting like reincarnated in different bodies and stuff as the story evolves that 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 seemed like they were just drawing that out of thin air
0: see i I was confused about that too i don't read a lot of the uh the 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 and thou corner of the marvel universe (laughs) um but if you remember when we did the venom series there's that one scene where thor is fighting like grendel in like you know beowulf times well that was our thor so clearly he hasn't like died and resurrected a bunch since then Right. So, so I, I didn't understand that either. Yeah,
1: but I, I took that because he is the god of lies. I mean that that's his thing. I think I think everything he's he was saying was just a lie. And he even said that like I won't lie to you and make you like it. That, that was his whole thing. I think he was just lying. He just whatever he could do, just try to be praising He boy did,
2: but I felt like they stuck with that. Like they were trying to make that a legit story point. Because I think in the last issue when he's talking to Nissa, they're they're like reinforcing that like that was one of the few things yeah. he was being honest about. So, uh,
0: but yeah, I didn't I didn't know what to make of that
2: either. Yeah, it 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 didn't make a lot of sense on some of the actual points. So just again, it just it seemed like they were just poking fun at the 2016 election and trying to.
0: Well, I, I don't I don't know when like what part of the year it came out. Um, but I, I I will give him a little bit of credit instead of picking like one of the parties specifically to make fun of having him run as a third party and make fun of both <laughs> candidates, right. from both of the established parties that that surprised me and felt like it was a little bit clever. It, right. it was it was a way to sort of play with the election idea and not pick a side. And so I, I thought that was kind of a, a, a fun way to do that. Right. But but it was really it was really ham feasted. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> just right on the nose. I mean, they, yeah, they
2: so he thought he was being coy about anything. They weren't. No. <laughs> it's very obvious what they were doing. Uh, but I, I'm not going to lie. They made some pretty valid points about our
0: political system. <laughs> <laughs> A couple times,
2: I'm like, eh, yeah, I can't argue with you about that. But
0: yeah, uh, so, some some of them landed. Some, some yeah. of the jokes, some of the points they were making did land. But yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't like overt politics in in my you know fiction in any medium. Um, now, I, I do enjoy, like, themes. Like, if you're dealing with a theme or you have, like, a um, an idea you want to play with, I, I'm all on board for that. But, like, o- overt politics is a real turnoff to me.
1: Yeah. That's what this whole thing was. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and that, that's one of the main reasons it got a killer for me was because the story. I just I couldn't get into it. I felt, I, I know you mentioned it before, Jamie, but I feel like there's a story in here they could have done good with they just left the politics out of it if, if they just done like loki and angela going around and doing their thing and and focusing on on that and then the, instead of the politics they could add a story with trying to try and bring them down you know his followers and stuff like that but they kept kept poking at the political stuff and i just i really couldn't get into it well one they
0: thought
1: the few, they were one of the few comics i actually only read once i didn't go back and do a reread
0: well they thought they were being super clever like every time loki would get in front of the camera and the microphone and a lot of the american people make the american people love being lied to um they they thought they were being like incredibly clever and it wasn't i mean it just it, di- it didn't work
2: i think if they'd have focused a little bit more on loki's scheme if he would had an actual scheme and he wasn't just running for president or whatever like if he'd had an actual scheme and we would have saw what he was trying to do and and went away from the whole election stuff into maybe something he's planning i think it might have worked a little better but yeah, and I, 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 the point of the story was just to make fun of <laughs> the American election system. That's all. That was the point of the story. So there was no point in exploring other stuff or trying to do stuff. They, I think, they did what they were trying to do.
0: Unless the ending works for you. Now, if if the ending works for you, then you'll see that there was more going on there. Did the end? But the, did the, did, the, did the ending work for you guys?
1: No. I think it was no one of his lies. I think it's the thing he just threw out there at the end because he lost what he was really trying to do. So he's trying to turn it still in his favor. No matter what happened, he's still trying to put the story to his favor.
2: And then they have they have that ending. And then they have another ending. The last couple of panels, he gets a phone call from one of the other candidates. And basically, they were making him run to split the vote so they would get more votes. He was Sportless. stealing votes from the other candidates. So, was that that to me was the actual stories he just got b- one of the other candidates bought him off to, to run so they would steal votes from the other person.
0: And That, that, and that was, was the
2: ending I remember.
0: Yep. And that was a hot take from 1992. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. The last yeah. time a third-party candidate like decided an election by stealing votes was 1992. This is not... Man, that relevant? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm old, so I get what you're doing. Right. Like, how many people are old enough?
1: <laughs> I really think they they didn't know how to end it. I think they just they just literally throw that in on the last two pages.
0: Well, they, I mean, I, I do think that Chris Tracings did intend to end it that way because those like the very first two pages are about N- Nisa's um, home being destroyed and yeah. like uh, c- when she was a child. And so I, I do think, but I just I don't I don't think it lands um, because because e- every five pages Loki's doing something. Um, tw- is twisting some failure to his own advantage non-stop and so when it happens at the end there's no way we can buy that as loki having learned something or actually mm-hmm. doing something meaningful for somebody else you, it, it it's not believable
2: no it's i, I the same I, thing again yeah, yeah. i I'll, I'll give them credit though it, it was a pretty fast read it never got like bogged down or anything i felt like i picked it up and i read it relatively quickly i don't know if it's because i just wanted to get through it or what but there was never any points where I was just like, man, can I just hurry up and get through this section? to you find out what else is going on? Like for me, I just, I read through it one, one go.
0: Yeah. And I think too, if we'd had like, um, like a few less debates and interviews and had maybe a little bit of Loki meddling in like foreign policy or domestic policy to try to make, right. to make something happen that he, they lied about before. And Cause I thought the Latveria thing, that was a pretty fun story point. Um, I don't know that it necessarily works as well as they, they thought it did. um, but that was kind of a fun thing like so loki lied to him then he went and made something happen then he showed then he spun it you know i'm like that was you know probably the most clever thing in the book yeah. um but we only had to really had that one time and and if you count the hydra thing i mean i don't know that didn't that didn't work for me because like <laughs> he he sets him up has him do the thing kills them all tells the american people he killed all of these people and they're okay with it i'm like that's a lot <laughs> You're, you're you're saying a lot of what you think about the American American people. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, I I for me this was I was gonna say it's the weakest part of the pyramid, but it's not. We're gonna get into that. Yeah, um, it wasn't particularly strong though. <laughs> all right, you want to? I think over we're over? all ready to move on. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do art. Um, have you all ever heard anything drawn by Juan Jose Rip? Probably. Okay, Juan Jose Rip is, the, is a guy who draws like Langdon Foss here, except good. There There is a way to make this kind of art style work. Um, Juan Jose Rip is like the only guy who pulls it off. I didn't enjoy this. It was too cartoony when it didn't need to be cartoony. Um, and, and just there was those moments that we should have taken seriously, but everything just looked goofy nonstop. And it wasn't just like, you know, postures and the way people were drawn and like things being silly that they wanted to be silly i mean it was that the faces were cartoony and not drawn particularly well a lot of the time i mean th- nothing was particularly enjoyable to look at um the the, the best panels were passable Um and i don't I, it may just be preference but this art style just did not work for me
1: I'm I'm glad you said that because I absolutely hated this art. I just, I, I, I I'll, I'll stick with my art snob thing going here again. I, I don't know. It's, like you said though, it wasn't done well. It felt like an amateur hour to me. Like I I didn't find anything enjoyable about the art. Just it was terrible. The faces, the bodies, everything was always evolving. Nothing was consistent. I mean, they filled a panel though. So no, all I got to say.
0: Our buddy Sammy would probably know. I I think there's a a name for this kind of art style. Um, Like I said, Juan Jose Rip is the only guy I like who does this kind of art style. It's just, it doesn't work for me.
1: I had a flashback when I I was looking at this. I had a flashback to MTV from the 90s. Remember the old King of the Hill and stuff was on there? That poorly drawn kind of art. That's what I kept seeing in my head. I don't think I could get into it.
0: I mean, there's some Beavis and Butthead faces in here. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there yeah they're really real that's i mean that's why i was getting it, like it's, it's 90s mtv art i was like ah man it's hard
2: yeah, and and the worst part is really the focus of this is loki and i think he was probably the worst thing in here he i know at one point he changes from male to female but when he's male i think he should have been the same guy the whole time and he never did he constantly looked different uh and, and like way different Like, did he change identities again? Like, is he supposed to be a different person now in this issue? Like, it was very bad. And when you don't have a lot of characters you're drawn and you really only have two or three people that are the main focus, you should at least get those, like. It just it wasn't good and yeah and and i only had a couple of notes and yeah cartoonish style was too cartoony uh and then yeah they were man they were really riding a struggle bus with loki they just they could not get him figured out
0: all over the map
2: yeah but even nisa was
1: the same way though she was ever evolving i mean i I just couldn't get around it
2: i thought she was more consistent i think angela may have been the one that looked pretty much the same all the way through and she but she was only in it for a couple of panels so
0: (laughs) yeah And in, in in Langdon Foss's defense, I think he did a pretty good job of of showing um, Nisa looking different, appropriately in different contexts. Like when she's at home, her hair's loose, she's wearing comfortable clothes. When it, when she goes to work, her hair is like super styled, you know. And it's you know, and and you and her face was pretty consistent. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, I, she's probably the best drawn thing in the story. Yeah. Um, but Loki was absolutely all over the map, especially issue two. I mean, he yeah. completely different hair. Like it was a different length. It wasn't curly. It was straight. Like he was Kate uh, Blanchett and Thor Ragnarok. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was it was wild how, how yeah. radically different he was in issue two.
1: Even issue three was the same way though. I mean, like when he's on the getting that ice cream cone thing on it on like page fifty eight or whatever it was.
0: That's be best, left not mentioned.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's, it's just terrible. I'll, One of the the high point for me, I thought, was with Nissa and they really captured the exasperation and the frustration when she's like writing this article and she's like roasting Loki for being a terrible supervillain and then nobody's reading it. They're just reading the headline, you know, those couple of panels where you I think they captured her frustration. That was one of the I think best emotions that came through was just her (laughs) exasperation at the whole thing.
0: The only real positive I have for the art is Langdon falls is really good at like posture and and poses um like when loki's coming out to be like the savior after saving hydra like that's a really cool pose like i mean i still wish the face was drawn better but he's good at poses and like when you know nisa is she's never just standing somewhere she's always like doing it and it's always like scene appropriate um but like she's always doing something interesting like standing or uh, like when she sees the like the, the first TV thing, I think it's when Loki announces he's running, and she f- leans over the couch and is like screaming. Like that's an inter- like, it's it's an, it's visually interesting with the, yeah. the way he you know does poses and stuff. So I I there's there's some promise here. I mean, I would like to have had almost every face redrawn, but yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I hate being <laughs> mean, man, but we got to keep it real. I mean it's... Yeah. Sort of the point of the show. Yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah,
1: and it kind of surprised me you saying that because I know you like I don't call it quirky art. <laughs> I didn't think you was going to be as harsh as you was. So it's definitely quirky.
0: We may ha- I may ha- um uh let me think what the best one Jose read but probably Britannia. Um, have you read any Britannia, Sam? It's a valiant book, the one that's set in Roman times.
1: No, I have not actually.
0: Okay, well, it's, uh, it's 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 one one Jose Rip cover to cover. Um, we should do that some at uh, some time. He draws in a very similar style, but it's better. All right, it's the best version of of what this could be. Um, we we'll need to look at that at some point. But uh, you I want to move on to characters. We're done flogging the art, I think.
1: Yeah. All right. Sam, Coop. So on characters is another one that I didn't care much for. I feel like there's really Loki and Nisa. is really the only two characters in there and Loki's just Loki, who he is. He's got a lies. He's twisting everything into his favor and all this sort of stuff. And and Nisa, I feel like she was actually a pretty decent character. She had they gave her motive from like her childhood or her home getting destroyed in a battle or whatever. And then her always naysaying what Loki's doing, always trying to uh, stop it or whatever, make him look bad. And it's always gets twisted on her. You can just see the frustration building in her. So I, I like how she evolved Tor- towards the end. She even like I, I gave up because when he done that interview, she's like, I'm not even talking. Like, every time I, you say I say anything, you twist it into your favor. so like I'm not going to say nothing. I will let you do all the talking. So I, 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 I could I could relate to that. Like I
2: felt I felt for. Her. Yeah, that was that was my couple of notes. Uh, Loki was super punchable in this thing. Like I he was very. <laughs> unlikable uh so uh, and that's normally who loki is i mean the likable unlikable guy like you want to like him but he just can't uh and then nisa yeah I, I, I got her motivations i knew who she was i knew why she was doing things and uh i even words i used in my notes sound was uh, i felt her frustration like i totally sympathized with her from halfway through issue one i'm like all right i know who she is and i'm on board with her like let's <laughs> let's shut this down you know let's shut loki down here uh, and and that was really the only two. There was nobody else that really had any kind of involvement with the story. I mean, Thor shows up for a little bit. Angela's in it for a couple of panels, but they don't really they don't further the plot. They don't really have any meaningful interactions with anybody. So I, yeah, they really
0: didn't add anything for
2: me. They didn't add anything.
0: I was the, also- I was just gonna say like the the only thing that anybody else brings to the book is Angela, um, finding out Loki's secret with the whole Hydra deal or whatever. But that was such a clumsy way for that to be brought into the story. I I wasn't impressed.
1: Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. And, and, what, and the other point I makes is they could have replaced her with anybody. They could have had anybody in that spot. It didn't have to be her. So it, it's almost a wasted character.
0: Well, I, I, I want to go a little further than you guys. I really liked Tanisa. I thought she was an interesting character and it was easy to get on her side to identify with her and just follow her story through the book. And I think it's the only thing that made this book really readable. And you were talking about Josh about how he never got bored. Um, it was kind of a fast paced read. That's all because of Nisa, because you, you get on her side and you want to find out what's happening to her. And you're just, you're kind of on the ride with her through the the nonsense that happens. Um, I think she was easily the best thing in the book. I mean, not even a, there's not even a second.
1: <laughs> no, there's
0: really not. But I, I, I think this is the least likable I've ever Encountered Loki in a Marvel story of any kind. Uh, he learns nothing. He's annoying nonstop. Um, and by the end, you're just—he says he's learning stuff and he's doing stuff for And I'm just rolling my eyes. I'm like, whatever, dude. I don't believe you. You, you, no, just, just full stop. No.
1: Yeah. And the thing, th- thing about Loki though is he is a bad guy, but he's always kind of charismatic. You know, you kind of like Josh said, you want to like him, but he's still bad doing things doing uh, i guess in this one he's doing good things for a bad reason and i don't know this wasn't like that this time
0: see i i don't necessarily agree with that i don't i don't think loki is that interesting a character this is probably marvel heresy um i don't think loki is that interesting a character in and of himself i think tom hiddleston made him interesting
1: maybe yeah
0: um and and so I, i think that they're trying to make comic book loki more like him and i don't think it works if you're not looking at tom hiddleston 'Cause he, he brings so much charm and charisma in himself that he changes the character. It makes the character work. And if it's not his face and his voice delivering those lines, it does it still doesn't work for me.
2: Right. Cause he gets away with the smugness and the snarkiness and stuff. Like he can pull that off and you're like, Okay, yeah, that's you're being super <laughs> snarky but it's entertaining like, okay that's kind of funny like you know he's, he's quick-witted and stuff like it's kind of funny this loki was just so smug and condescending to everybody and and you just you looked at me like okay guy we yeah we know you're scheming you're not that smart you're not that you know ahead of everything and it just it, he was too smug and it, he went past the line of being you know likeable or yeah it was bad
0: all right you want I think
2: I found a couple.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> Josh, what's your base cover?
2: All right, we're going issue four, page 73. And if I remember right, that's the one where he's got the eagle on his arm and the big giant flag behind him. Let me get back yeah. over there.
1: That's the same one I, Yeah, that's a good one. Is it?
2: Yeah.
0: That, that, it, that is a good one. Um, I swerved a little bit. You're probably right. That is probably the, the like the most visually sort of attractive and probably the best drawn of, of yeah. the three. I mean, the four. Um, I went with issue three, though, on page 50. Um, I, it was interesting looking at it because it's the thing that politicians do. You kiss, ba- you kiss babies and all that kind of stuff, which is a weird thing to do. Why do we do that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, like, if you look in the background, like, the like the interesting thing like it's there's stuff in the background that's interesting like some of the moms are like completely freaking out and upset that their Loki's about to kiss their baby some of them look happy some of them look like they're you know having some kind of weird religious you know hysterics or whatever um, but yeah you know, it's just kind of an interesting cover um, and also it's just I didn't really love any of the covers this was the one I yeah. thought was kind of the most interesting to look at but y'all you, was, all, you all picked, you all picked the right answer.
2: That was my runner-up. I just I liked the big giant American flag. I thought that was the best Loki face. If we'd had that Loki in inside in between the covers, I think it would have been a little more enjoyable to look at. I agree see. with
1: that, yeah. That's not why the art wasn't as smooth. But yeah, I wanted to point out. It. Yeah, but anyways, I wanted to point out issue one. I really almost picked that one because it's it's vote Loki one. If you look at the top, it says believe. But in the middle, it's got the lie highlighted.
0: I kinda of like just that part of it. It's a little clever. I mean the, the covers are okay. I mean they're all I don't I didn't like I wasn't over the moon by any of them, but they're all okay. But they're all hundred percent better than anything inside the in, <laughs> between lie. the covers.
1: Yeah, I seen the cover. I was like, oh I think it'll be too bad and then open it up and it's kind of a, a shock when you go to page one.
0: Anyhow, sorry. Yeah, I the I pull back the curtain a little bit. This is this is my fault we're doing this book. I I was just It said Christopher Hastings. I've never read anything about Christopher Hastings that I didn't just love. Now you have. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody got a thousand.
1: First time for everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, Best character, and this is easy, it's Nisa Contreras. Nisa's super likable. I mean, everything, she was pretty much the whole character section on our pyramid, so I think we have to belabor it.
2: Oh, yeah. That's the only answer that I have. I wouldn't yeah. even be too upset if they gave her like a spinoff, and it was just her in the Daily Bugle, you know, following, covering superhero stuff, and getting a different, you know, mortal point of view instead of the Avengers point
0: of view. You know, I bet if this had sold way better, I, I, which I don't know the sales numbers. For all I know, it was a best seller about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, if it had sold well, I wouldn't be shocked if she had shown up in the Daily Bugle because she's such an interesting yeah. character. Like, and like whenever Peter Parker goes into like turning photos or whatever, and, and right, has, yeah. Know, like, you know, Nisa was there or something. I don't know. Uh, Sam, what was your best panel?
1: Uh, I picked one that I'll... I Hold on, no, let me
0: rephrase it. What was the okayest panel?
1: Well, that's not even the okayest panel. I picked one that I... Because I had characters in there a lot. So it was page <laughs> 91. Uh, the very bottom panel, panel 4. It's got Rocket and Groot in there. And Angela going, woohoo Because Loki lost. <laughs> I, I like I liked I like it because Groot was in there. And he's drinking with his finger. You know, like, he's doing
0: a mort. <laughs> Did you see that Angela had punched uh, the yeah, serving frame yeah. knocked it into the waitress's face? That's a little, that's a little funny. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what was your base panel? Uh,
2: well, I couldn't find one, so I thought I found one that kind of <laughs> made me chuckle. There's something, something in the background. Go to page 67. It's uh, panel one. It's when the uh, resistance guys in Latveria had found that weapon stash. And the guy busting out of the room with that 12 foot long rifle obscuring <laughs> his face and everything i just saw that rifle and i kept coming back to that and i was like man that's just funny
0: because that gun is huge uh well was one guy with a giant laser pointer mm-hmm. yeah so he like go play with like the world's you know biggest house cat
2: yeah no so, i don't know i saw that giant rifle and i thought that was funny yeah
0: um My favorite was 20 on page 29. It was panel four. That's a pretty good Hulk punching Loki panel. And the only face in it is Hulk's and he's supposed to look monstrous. You can't see Loki's face because of Hulk's fist. So there's not a poorly drawn Loki face in there. And it was kind of cathartic because I really wanted to punch Loki in the face too. And so that panel really worked for me.
2: Yeah. yeah, I like that one too. My panel didn't have any faces in it either. They were all <laughs> wearing masks. <laughs> all right, so Josh, what was your best dialogue? Uh, I couldn't settle on anything, so I picked a throwaway funny line that kind of got a little chuckle out of on a uh, page 32, it's panel 4. It's when Thor shows up to Nyssa and she's, you know, reading her the right act and she's like, you didn't actually read my article, did you? So then she makes her read it and uh, Thor goes, oh, wow, indeed thou didst burn him. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know why I gotta, kind of cracked up
0: that a little bit. Okay, so um, I chose something very similar, go to page 79 and it's a, it's another Angela line. Um, it's on uh, panels two through three, it's when they cut their deal. And they reveal like why, you know, what, what, you know, the other part of the bargain was. And so, um, Nisa gives her a free subscription, a life subscription to the Bugle. And she says, excellent. And then like Thor's confused. You didn't tell me that was your deal. And I I just, same with you. It's a funny little line that made me laugh. I enjoy the crossing of the words.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good.
0: Yeah. All right. right.
1: my turn. Unfortunately, it's me, and I I picked the Loki thing, and it's right when uh, he stopped Hydra and all sorts of stuff, and everybody's talking to him. Uh, here it is. It says, uh, listen, these candidates dance around the question like they're hot irons. They make up half positions based on whatever people want to hear. They clearly stand in contrast to their true history, and then once they take office, they do whatever they want anyway, quietly as possible. As America, if I were your president, I'd have the guts to lie to your face. And you'd love it. I just like the uh, – he was being honest at that point. that he'd say, I, I would lie to your face. It just kind of set the mood for the whole book.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting premise. I don't think it, it plays out as well as they thought no. it did. But, but It is an interesting premise. Look at like that, that Loki compared to the Loki through the rest of the book. Why, why does he have a five o'clock shadow? I've never seen Loki with a five o'clock shadow before. And he's
2: got short hair, shorter-ish hair. I mean,
0: yeah. And the horns are different.
2: I think that's the face I used when I cast, though.
1: <laughs> I think if you go to page 15 in the bottom left panel, he looks like Professor Snape.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> All right. Well, our first uh, episode specific award is the best funny moment slash thing slash thing. I, wh- anything we found funny, basically. My um, was on page 71. And it's uh, N- Nisa um, getting off the airport thing. And she's got, you know, she's she's cooked Loki's goose, basically, she thinks. And he's, he's spun that too. And she kind of loses it at the airport. That was kind of. That made me, you know, chuckle a little. Yeah. Okay.
1: How's it go? So, mine was your best panel, page 29, when uh, Hulk was smashing Loki. And that's because he's doing his campaign thing. Talking about how he's fought uh, Hulk and all that stuff. Uh, Loki's fought the Hulk personally on several occasions. And he, and he pounded me in, into the dirt every time, he said. I thought that was pretty funny. He
0: said... Was he one of the puny humans? I
1: wrote, yeah, puny humans. Uh, what's my? I, I wrote down page twenty nine. Hulk smash.
2: It's it <laughs> for the little one. And then uh, I went with. Uh, I didn't write a page number down, but it's when uh, Nissa first goes to the campaign headquarters, and Loki's a woman. I just it just shows you how manipulative he is. Like you can't blame him as being honest. He's willing to whatever he thinks it takes to get people to vote for him. So I just thought that was funny, like, you know, being the true politician, but taking it a step further, I'll say or be whatever I need to be <laughs> to get a vote. Yeah. I,
0: my, my runner up was, um I, I just, I really appreciate Nisa, you know, when she would get really frustrated. Those were pretty funny moments. But my runner up was when um, she goes into the head, the head campaign headquarters and finds there's a cult inside there. That was pretty funny, too. Yeah. All right, Sam. Uh, last award. What was your best Loki being Loki?
1: Uh, we've talked about it a, a bunch, and it's uh, Loki always twisting everything and trying to turn it into something good for him. Always trying to turn bad events good, so he makes him look good.
2: Loki being Loki. Yeah. Josh. Uh, I I went with uh, most of issue one. The fact that he staged a hydra attack so he could come in and be the hero Uh, that's super lucky like he wants to take credit for stuff but not actually have to do anything like he wants all the accolades without doing anything so i'll stage an attack and i'll be the one to save it you know
0: yeah that was a good one too um the first issue was pretty solid i just it didn't never never really paid it off um mine is on page 92 and it's just emblematic of who Loki is. So, the, like, if you remember when he first goes to Nissa's apartment, he just teleports in. She's like, "You can't do that." So the next couple of times, he like knocks. Well, at the end, like after he's you know left the, you know withdrawn from running for office, he just teleports back into her apartment again. So it's in panel four. He says, "She says, I thought you learned not to show up like this." And he says, "I'm not trying to impress anybody anymore." So, and he just shrugs. <laughs> That's who Loki is. You know, he, he's not he's not learning anything. Right. Uh, if there's no benefit yeah. for him there's no point yeah yeah that was a little funny too um you want to cast this thing yeah sure i think this is the most fun we're gonna have all right uh josh who's your loki
2: well i think the best guy has already been cast so uh i've got two down i'm gonna go with steve aug you have to look at his last name's OGG. Uh, if you watch The Walking Dead, you'll know him as one of Negan's follower guys. that uh, One of his captains. He does snarky, smug, really well. I've
0: okay. seen him in something else.
2: He's been in a lot of stuff. If you look up his credits, he's got a lot of uh, credits to his name. But He's kind of got a punchable face.
0: Yeah, I know him. Okay. Um, so Loki here, I, I get kind of a, this is going to be mean, kind of a s- sleazy, skeevy kind of vibe. Like, you know, maybe L- Loki's not bathing every day, you know, kind of deal. Um, <laughs> so that kind of inspired my choice. Uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some charm. <laughs> he's a charming guy, but also, like, you know, wouldn't be talking if there was a, 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 kind of a B.O. situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 right, Sam, who's your Loki?
1: All right. So I, I read Josh. I think the, that it's cast perfectly now. So I didn't want to try to cast another male. So I went with the female Loki from the second issue or first issue and I cast Carla. He's her name. Gino. G- Gino. G.U. Yeah. Asked yeah. her, just email Loki.
0: That's good. I cheated. Yeah, that is a total cheat.
1: Hey, uh,
0: Loki. I had a couple runners up. My runners up were James Franco and Adam Driver.
2: Ooh, James Franco will be good, I think. Franco will be good. I had uh, well, my other one, real quick, then was uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, when he when he uh played Sherlock. Sherlock. He done s- smug, you know, I'm better than you, pretty good.
0: And I, I was wrestling with whether to lean into the. Punchable face or the skeeviness of it all? So if I was going to go squ- skeevy, I was going Johnny Depp. If I was going punchable face, I was going Franco. So I, yeah. I landed on skeevy. I
1: think James Franco would have been awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next up is Nisa Contreras. And I think I've got the right answer here. Uh, I'm going to cast Ana DeArmas from Knives Out and a whole bunch of other things.
1: I know who she is, yeah. Yeah. She's good Knives Out. that's yeah, a good one i went with uh isa gonzalez from bloodshot
0: yeah that's a good one too she's been a lot of stuff she
1: lost yeah. stuff.
2: i think that's a really good one
0: yeah you might beat me all right josh
2: here. uh i'm going with uh christian serratos uh she was also in walking dead and it's not a theme pick that's my last one uh, uh she plays rosita She does good in that.
0: See, I know Rosita from reading the comics.
2: Yeah, a, a pretty similar character in the show versus the comics.
0: She she looks the part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. She probably looks the most like the way they draw Nisa. Yeah, it depends on which panel you're looking at. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> um, harsh, but fair. Um, I think I'm gonna give Sam the win on that one.
1: I think yeah. I've got something on
0: the first two so far. That was, that's, <laughs> some, that's some solid options though. She's busy. I think any of the other two would work too. Uh all right. Sam, who's your Angela? Gina Carano. Boom. Oh, that's, I got two.
1: that's who it yep. is.
0: Big tough physical presence. I mean, yep. Gina is the obvious answer. Josh? Uh,
2: well, I didn't go with the obvious answer. Uh I went with <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie.
0: Yeah. That's, cool. that's good. too. And she has a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I think, I think the consensus well, is there we. Yeah. Well, okay. what got me
2: is when she, when the uh, mutant guy grabs Loki and he's setting himself on fire and he's gonna blow everybody up, and she just whacks him with that sword and knocks him way up in the air. Like I can see Wendell Christie <laughs> swinging that sword and hitting that dude, knocking him, you know, way, away. All right.
0: Okay. Okay, that was a strong pick by you, Josh. Let's see who you've got for Thor. Charlize Theron. Okay, it's hard to argue with that, but she's more yeah. of like the uh, athletic, you know, tough lady. Because she's yeah. she's even when she's doing like you know Furiosa, she's pretty slender. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I don't think she's going to get the uh, super soldier serum from Chris Evans. She
1: does not Theron anymore.
0: Yeah, she's um, a good actress, though. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not mad about it. Um, she's she's just not visually who I was sort of envisioning for it. Lady hey, Thor's uh, a what's that? big lady.
1: lady Thor's a big lady.
0: Yeah. Tall. Um. Okay. Mine, mine. is not a a big lady. I mean, she's not tall enough to play the the Thor this year. I think she looks like she's about six five. Yeah. Um, she the way tall. the way they draw her. Um. Uh, and good luck getting an actress or anybody in Hollywood that's actually six five. <laughs> Everybody's about five inches taller. I mean five inches shorter than you think. Um I'm gonna go with Katie Sackhoff for Battlestar Galactica and The Mandalorian and Longmire. She's just she's a tough lady. You know, she's you know, conventionally attractive, but also like when she punches somebody in the scene, you're kinda like, yeah, I can see her punching people. I I would believe that. I can see her winning a bar brawl, you know. probably hurts (laughs) when she punches you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh so for mine. Josh had the wrong person for Angela because that's who Thor should be. Gwendolyn Christie should have been Thor. Big, I don't know about tall, that blonde
0: lady. Yeah. Because yeah. she, she is, like, really tall. Yeah, you know? she's
1: yeah. really tall. Yeah, that's, that's that's Thor. Josh yeah. had her backwards. I'll take one of the first four. I'm winning them all so far. Keep it rolling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't concede all four.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll them. I've
2: I got the... them. <laughs> he's <just>, he's conceded <laughs> for
1: you. He's for yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jamie, you concede. Taking I win. win. <laughs> I I like con- I'm digging the confidence. I don't know that you're right. <laughs> you're slightly pretty, delusional. Pretty,
0: but... pretty impressed with my cast.
2: Yeah, uh, we we know. <laughs> we can tell. Well, until after that though,
0: I wanted the is first because I is go how elections worked in the old Eastern Bloc. I don't think this is how we do
1: this. <laughs> you lose. I win.
0: It, anyway. <laughs> Next up is Jay Jonah Jameson. I've conceded nothing. I take it all back. The concessions <laughs> I made are gone.
1: <laughs> Still winning.
0: Just based on attitude, I'm giving the wins to Josh. Um, <laughs> Finally. All right. So for uh, our next up is Jay Jonah Jameson, and this is a, this book wants to be hilarious. It wants to be clever and funny. So I'm going to go with Michael Keaton, but a very specific Michael Keaton performance as the chief of police and the other guys
1: oh that's a good one
0: yeah that version of michael keaton would be a great day jonah jameson and, take for the, and for see. the other five people who've seen the other guys that'll you will not understand what we're talking about
2: yeah all the tlc references
0: moonlight and your bed bath and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Sam, chase some waterfalls. Who's your uh, Who's your J Jonah Jameson?
1: All uh, right. So for JJ, I uh, done a gender swap and went with uh, Wendy Malik. She's Nina from Just Shoot Me.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really good too. I can see her doing all that.
0: All right, Josh. I'm not right. conceding anything, but that's a strong pick. You better beat him. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I leaned into the tough but funny and I'm going John C. McGinley. Dr. Cox from Scrubs. Oh yeah. You know, he does
0: yeah, that. I, he does that. I, I, I think he genuinely range. just won that scene. <laughs> like, that, that, I could see just see him seething it Loki on the on the news, you know. And nobody delivers a ridiculous line with the gusto that John McGinley does. <laughs> you hand him a script
2: and he buys in. He
0: said we're doing this. And he could do it with like that kind of crazy. Like, remember, like he doesn't look entirely sane in Office Space, yeah. you know? Just yeah, channel channel some of the being one of the Bob's for his, yeah. you know, Jameson thing. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he he stole it from me, Sam.
1: I still like Wendy. Now that was good though.
0: Yeah, I got some props on that. One. He just stole it. Anyway, Sam, who's your wild card?
1: All right, so I went with the blonde lady candidate and i couldn't find her name i look for it everywhere
2: No, they Probably. didn't list any of the
1: names uh, and just renee russo for no real reason
0: sure yeah all right i mean look we've got we're casting jay jones jameson is on about five panels in this whole thing i mean we're whatever direction you want to go whoever you pick whoever you cast from i'm i mean we can't we <laughs> can't get mad at each other about this one
1: blonde lady candidate <laughs> that's what i have wrote down
0: yeah Josh, who's your rando?
2: All right, so I'm prepared to defend this pick as not being a cheat, but I'm casting for Lucas, and the issue one is who Loki was when he was pretending to be somebody else. When he was pretending to be a reporter, he gave her name as Lucas. That's who I'm casting for. I'm casting Matt Damon. That Technically, is- he, didn't pl- he didn't play Loki. No, he the, played uh, the guy. He, he played an actor who was portraying Loki. He didn't actually play Loki. He's been pseudo-Loki twice now. That's, I, you're pushing your luck. But it would be funny to see him again being Loki, but not really being Loki. That's what he does already. Yeah, man, he shows to. up in Marvel movies, in these little scenes, he's there for two seconds, and then he's out again. That would be a perfect space to put him in.
0: <laughs> not Keith. He, he's not right, actually well, played Loki well, before. So. All right, well, I'll go ahead and give you mine. Um, mine is Hydra guy. Uh, he's the first guy to pull his gun at the beginning in the old Hill Hydra. Uh, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to say his last name wrong, uh, Rob McElhenney. From, it's always been in Philadelphia in yeah. Mythic Quest. Yeah, I, I can see him being a really over-the-top, you know, overzealous Hydra yes. guy.
2: No, that's perfect.
0: <laughs> and I think that's my best pick of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For Hydra guy.
1: That was Outer guy, blonde lady.
0: <laughs> well, I guarantee we're bouncing back next week. Because next week, it's award time. This is our annual award show. So it's it's going to be good things. There has to be. It's the award show. It can't be this bad. It's going to be a good time. Uh, and this is also the, uh, the time of the year where we sort of take the time constraints off. And so we're just going to enjoy talking about the stuff we've done the last year. Giving out awards that usually make sense, sometimes are very eccentric, uh, (laughs) very specific to our show. Um, But so we've, and once again, we did bad math. I think this is uh, fifty-four episodes instead of fifty-two that we're going to (laughs) be.
2: Our years longer than everybody
0: else's.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I think we skipped a couple weeks, so it's actually about fifty-six or fifty-seven weeks since the (laughs) award show. So.
0: Oh, I, we don't do math it's fine i'm um, good anyways <laughs> no no math I refuse um yeah so so join us next time as we uh, yeah there's less homework this week you don't have to go read anything or pretend to um so yeah, yeah. i think josh just pretended a few times
2: i'm gonna um, say you were you were pointing that at me i wasn't gonna call you on it but i could tell that was aimed directly at me
1: like I skimmed most of it,
0: uh, but I I am really looking forward to. I mean, I think I think last time the um I think we really surprised each other with a couple of awards, and so I'm I'm looking forward to being surprised again.
2: Yeah,
0: it's it's gonna be fun. All right, fine. All right well, I think we're done here. Salute. Good you Goodbye, Belgium.